Hey everybody, how are y'all doing? This is Ben. And I'm Dak. And together, we are the guys who did this. And today, the year of our Lord, 2022, we will be continuing our journey through the expanse with chapters 13 through 19. A small warning, we will be covering adult subjects and spoilers for both the books in the show. And also, I might sound a little different, but uh, it's okay. You're going to have to deal with it. Is it okay? <laughs> not sure. I don't know. You beat the judge. It's not, it's not what the people are paying for. Dak. True. Yeah, I know. Imagine being a Patreon sub and hearing this. Man. I would riot. That'd be wild. Yeah. Unsubscribe. Unsub. Also, Docs. Sorry. That's it. <laughs> You're done. It's over. But yeah, we... Are coming back to you with episode three after a bit of a delay due to the holidays in general. And we got a good one. We got a good one today, folks. Yeah. Book yep. three, finally picking up. All action from here on out, man. And when we say finally, it's, you know, it's still pretty early, but it feels like it's been forever. True. True stuff. True stuff. Well, yeah, we hope everyone had a great holiday season. Yeah, at least I do. If you I don't listen know if to you this do. live, that'd be wild. I, at well, least I do. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I only speak for me. I don't know what you, you maybe you don't. True. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. You never. <laughs> Good. Great. He admitted it. All right. Um, our first chapter today, 13. It's a good chapter. The first of three bold chapters for me. You heard that right. I got. I hit the jackpot, <laughs> everyone. I hit the absolute fucking jackpot. Three bull chapters for your boy. I cannot be happier. So we got a bull chapter. And we start off in the behemoth. And we got a nice little staff meeting going. The ship has arrived at the ring. The entire crew is getting an update about what's going on with the ring so far. We'll revisit that. I don't want to go into all that immediately. Cool. And towards the end of this meeting, Michio Pa, who is mysteriously referred to as Mr. Pa at one point in the chapter, which I don't know if that they, was a spelling error or what. No, they do that in. Um, do they say like sir and mister in this book to female people in power? And I'm not. They do it multiple times, so I don't know. Sir, make, sir is fine. Sir wouldn't confuse no. me, but Mister confuses me a lot. Remember when we looked it up though, and like nobody says sir to, or that's not like a thing. Like in the military, they, they is don't it ma'am. What do you say? I don't know. I remember looking it up though, and it wasn't sir. I feel like we looked this up together. I don't know. It was very weird. I, don't I thought know. sir was a gender neutral term, but I guess I don't know. I don't know. I uh, impossible. When I say I think, I, I, just, I have then no... you say, sir, I, to uh, a female and see what happens. <laughs> my, like my boss? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sir, yes, sir. Okay, I'll get to work on those Excel sheets right away. Uh, oh, God. Amazing. Um, all right, I'll try that and report back. Um, although I forgot, my boss isn't a woman. What? <laughs> she used to be. Uh, but now isn't okay. Okay, so the uh, we get Mr. Pa, which yeah, as you can see by that quick detour, really threw me for a loop. I wasn't ready. Dak wasn't either. <laughs> um, but the announcement from Michio Pa, who is 
a woman, uh, announces that Sam Rosenberg, our favorite engineer, our favorite chief engineer, is going to be restricted to her room uh, following an audit of resources that were being used by engineering that were against the direct orders. And this is, of course, because Bull gave them orders to work on reinforcing the bulkhead, I believe it was, because if they fire one gunshot, the whole ship will basically collapse. Yeah. So foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> For way later, right? It couldn't possibly be anytime soon. <laughs> um, so Bull makes the choice to he could stick up for Sam and say, like, no, uh, I I ordered this, blah, 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 blah. But he he with with very minimal effort, he kind of lets Sam take the fall for this because he needs to stay in his position and keep uh, keeping out out of any dumb political crises, uh, which he uh, which he does very shortly. Uh, But he does feel very bad about this Sam getting caught up in the politics of the command deck. So later uh, after this, he does some reminiscing about when he was between the Marines and working for Freddie J once again. Uh, and he was kind of really down on it, we learn, and not having a good time. But then Freddie J showed up, gave him a new job, and he got out of it. He got his life back together. Great stuff for our boy, Bull. And while he's doing this, he goes and buys a four-pack. Oh, yeah, we learned that he's sober, but that he used to not be very not sober uh, for a while following yeah. his Marine career. Right. Uh, but he's been sober for a while since he's been working for Freddie J. So he goes and buys a four-pack. Uh, gives them to Sam as an apology. She's obviously not having a very good time because it. No one. It's not fun when you didn't really do anything wrong and get in trouble for it. And as this is happening, Bull gets a call from someone in, on his team that uh, news update: the Earth destroyer, the Sung Un, Sung. Un has blown up. Excuse Straight up me. exploded. <laughs> not good. Straight up exploded. No, I, I, not good. That seems clear. Who could that be? We, there's no way to know. It's impossible. So, uh, this chapter, there is a lot of ring discussion. I'm going to go into some of this. So, bring it on. I didn't want to do this because I didn't want to get this to get in the way of the summary because it would have gotten it would have derailed the whole thing. We've been gone. Oh, deep in the weeds. But the the ring, all of the different factions are doing research on the ring. And from what this man, what's his full name? Chan Bao Ji. One of those. Chan Bao Ji. He is the chief researcher. Chief researcher. Sounds right. On the BMF. Uh, yes, researcher. So they've been doing a lot of analyses, trying to figure out what what is up with this this ring thing, and what they've learned, and what obviously Earth and Mars have also learned independently, and by watching each other do different experiments, is that. The ring is an artificially sustained Einstein-Rosen bridge. That is their best guess. And if you remember, 
we talked about this last week. That basically just means it's a wormhole. Uh, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. It's one of the types and, of wormholes uh, we talked about. One yeah. of the types of wormholes. So things can go through it, and instead of coming out on the other side, they go somewhere else. Uh, John <laughs> says that it's extremely fucking weird. That, that's an exact quote. Uh, that's not my <laughs> words. That's his words. And basically, the assumption is that the proto-molecule was you know, launched at the solar system whenever. They, they think billions of years ago. Uh, I don't know necessarily why they think that, but maybe it has to do with where it was frozen in yeah. Saturn. I'm not sure. But um, obviously the goal was to like take over whatever life was developing, build this ring gate, and then act as a way to be able to get back to the solar system faster later. Uh, and he like announces this out loud, and everyone's like, oh, yeah. Ooh. That sucks. That's not fun to hear. <laughs> so, like hearing hearing kind of someone verbalize that, even though they all kind of knew that it was some sort of, it seemed like it was some sort of gate, is not fun for everyone, and uh, just generally scary news, uh, which is understandable. So they do know they have been doing tests about what's in the ring through the ring on the other side. So. There's a lot of radiation. They know that the EK, the ship that the Belter guy was in in the beginning that went through it, is still on the other side. They still are getting video from that ship, and they can still sense that it's there. However, it's going very slowly. And what they've learned, because they've been sending probes in as well, they've learned that there's a maximum speed that objects can go when they go through the ring, or else they get totally derailed i guess i don't know they get they get stopped essentially right. and then they just kind of float towards a specific direction that the ring is kind of directing them towards however if you come in below a certain speed which is extremely slow in terms of how fast these ships normally move someone mentions that it's the slower than a rifle shot which you know we think of as pretty pretty fast but uh when you're talking about spaceships flying through the air under thrust, uh, not that fast. So uh, you're going to have to be, as if, these, if you want to go into the ring and be able to maneuver, you have to go in really, 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 really slowly. So that is one thing we've learned. They've also been detecting objects through the ring, big ones, uh, but there's not a lot of light, so they can't really tell what their sensors are bouncing off of, but there are objects in the ring that they're uh, sensing. The numbers given are somehow somewhere between over 100 and under 100,000, so they don't really know what's going on. They don't really know what all that stuff is. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's most of the review of the stuff that they did with the ring. Yes, that is what we've learned so far uh and then right after this is when sam gets sent under house arrest basically uh and this is essentially michio pa's revenge for the murdering for bull just straight up murdering that one dude that drug dealer um she wants bull to lose an ally 
uh, and to kind of know that he's not going to get away with kind of usurping their authority anymore. So that is what's going on there. Ashford, <clears throat> see, it, it's you can kind of see it developing. Michio Pa seems like somewhat of a maybe not seasoned, but at least like capable political operator, whereas Ashford doesn't really do much. And we just get more and more of that as this story goes on. But you can kind of see it taking place where a lot of times Pa is the one making moves while Ashford is uh, going with the flow for the most part. Sure. We get that rundown of Bull and his past about how he went to work for Freddie J again. Probably a good move. He's not Freddie J. Good for him. And once again, I would just like to point out that Sam is the best girl. Thank you. Wow. Your dreams are... I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's not good. But uh, it'll, it'll be okay. Maybe. We'll see. It's sad that uh, it's sad that none of this is in the show, really. Um, there's the politics no on the behemoth. I know. I don't understand the choice to get rid of Bull from the show. They got yeah. It's uh, seems dumb. Basically, Michio Pa is the uh, is the one is the is the only one they kind of show. Um, Bull's sick, but it is a cool storyline. It what this was before Amazon got it, so. Maybe right. had Amazon done the whole thing, they would have uh, done I it. I guarantee, because um, that fourth, the fourth season is literally amazing. Just straight up, straight up from the book. Like there's almost, from what I remember, there's very little deviation. And they actually did like one season per book, whereas this yeah. one, they're like, yeah, they're like it's it's weird. It's like I don't I don't know. But yeah, I don't know why they again the the weird the weirdness of the third the book first only gets half a season. Show, yeah, like the weirdness of the first season of the show not lining up with the first book is very like fucks up the first three seasons. They like of the, yeah. of the show. The first season is half the first book. The second season is the second half of the first book and half the second. Then the third season is half the second book and half the third book. And the whole third book. So weird. They, they get weird. the the least amount to the third book. Um yeah. but arguably a lot more happens or should have happened but maybe that's why they cut maybe that's why they cut bull although I we mean, did, yeah, we, you still get a ton of ashford and pa in that third season yeah so i don't know there's some dope scenes i mean bull murdering that dude is a dope scene yeah this scene would be a dope scene like oh the end the other scene when he gets in the, the other yeah. obviously the fucking we got mech warrior bull later in this book that'd be hype yeah next year but yeah, next can't year. have it all. Can't have it all. No, nope, um, Melba though. We go back to her. For chapter fourteen. And uh, yeah, this chapter is mostly inside her head. Um, it's pretty much so she's on the Thomas Prince, which is the so it's the same ship Amazon. Um, because I think as we discussed before, she's kind of like. Her job is to like go to all the ships and like I don't know fix electrical stuff, um, but uh, the whole time she's kind of like thinking in her head while they're trying to find this electrical fault about killing Ren and uh, how that all went down. So apparently she killed Ren, brought him back up to the storage locker, stuffed him in there, sprayed it with like took all her belongings out 
sprayed it with foam, and then apparently it's a special foam that won't that is like airtight and then won't like I don't know be messed up by the body <laughs> decomposing in there. Um, and then yeah, shut the door and called it good, and then went and reported it to not reported her murder, but reported the uh, that she couldn't find Ren that Ren had called her. Because she did get the call in front of, uh, I forget who it was, but one of her other, her other colleagues, um, that Ren had called her. She went to go see him, and then he wasn't there, and that he's gone, which is a little bit suspicious, if you ask me. Like I don't know, that should be throwing some red flags, but uh, but it seems to have worked. And the other thing she they kind of put out as a excuse is that. They kind of expect people to go missing because of the ring, and it's like weird. They're just like, oh, weird things are happening right now because this ring's here, and it's weird. So I guess this kind of makes sense. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a little fishy, but she seems to, she gets away with it, and she is messed up about it. Like, yep. like as you, I mean, hopefully more most normal people probably would be about... Uh, killing another human being but she's yeah she's freaking out about it she's uh she's clearly feels bad in some way regard about killing ren who was as we said essentially her friend um she talks about how she thought she shit herself she um yeah she's just uh she's straight up not having a good time um but eventually she's Sorry, did we get to the scene where Anna finds her in the mess hall? Did we talk about that last? That was the end of that was the end of last episode. Okay, yeah. So we we get to that scene from from Melba's perspective. She's in the mess hall, kind of in her head, like I said, thinking about this. And then Anna comes up to her and says hi, and she's like, she basically like panics and is like, oh no, this this lady knows, she knows, and she like thinks about killing Anna, and then is like freaking out in her head but then decides to just shout at her and say you don't know me and then storm out of there to which of course this is freaking shocking to Anna because she just doesn't know anything yeah um, and like Anna's sense of danger was obviously 100% correct <laughs> right yeah yeah, we, yeah. Know that. we just we basically learn over and over that Anna's got like really good like I don't it's a really good sense of like all right, this is going to go badly. I need to be ready for that. I don't know. We just I've got a bad that. feeling about this. Pretty, She's got yeah, the Obi Wan. Her, uh, yes, her 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 Obi Wan sense is always tingling. Yes, it's uh, it's great. Um, but then she freaks out. She takes a shuttle back to her her main ship where she lives, uh, and then loads the the sequence to the Rosie and uh, sends out the the fake message that. Uh, that will send. I forget if they do it in this chapter, or they say what the what is in the next chapter. Is it this chapter? Do you know what? about what happens? So they so basically she sends the codes to the Rosie. The Rosie starts putting out a message, the fake message of Holden saying, "I have claimed the ring." Or yeah, yeah, yeah. we get that in the next one too. Yeah. Okay, I think they go over more in the next one, but yeah, basically. She uh, she does the thing. She blows up the the ship of the bombs she had planted before. Uh, yes. Sends sends the fake message that will be beaming out of the Rosie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then also her little bug she implanted in the Rosie with the help of the uh, bl- the blind dude uh, also fires the weapon system on, which is hilarious. And then uh, mm-hmm. and pandemonium is about to ensue. So she did it. She just like panicked and hit the button. Absolutely. Which is great. Uh, because we actually get some crazy stuff about to happen. Finally, uh, something fun happens. The catalyst. And it's. I love, so we'll, we'll get to this later, but I love how, like, she's, like, masterminding this whole thing, and then Holden just, like, thinks it's the proto-molecule, like, choosing him to, like, do things. Extremely funny. Like, I don't, I don't know, man, he's just a crazy, just a huge leap to be like, ah, this is, this is how it's meant to be, the proto-molecule is bringing me here. It's, it's wild. Oh, bah. But, uh, yeah, but yeah. Clarissa, Melba, doing her stuff. Uh, some other notes. She Melba didn't like how wide the spaces were of the Thomas Prince because it felt too much like freedom, which is an interesting take. I don't even, I don't even know what to do with that. Like, uh, yeah, I don't. What I, that even, was. What does that mean? I don't know. I think because she like wanted to be in prison. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to read that one. Um. Because normally ships are pretty cramped and stuff, but the Thomas Prince is like, it's obviously the yacht where they're holding all the VIPs, so. Really big. It's uh, a warship. It's a warship. Yes. But I think also has nice things, but Huge. either way. Um, she compares this moment of her, like, sending the thing of, like, graduating from university or getting married. I, thought yeah, was, I don't know. Uh, Melba's got, Melba's brain, man. Whoa. Whoa. She's got issues. She's gonna have issues for years to come, but um he I think she's had them for a while. Uh the code that she uses that she sends to the Rosie to like set off the the trap or to mm-hmm. say to activate the trap card is Jules Pierre Mao. Her dad, obviously. Uh this is what not a not a great code, but I mean I guess it, it doesn't matter if anybody knows ben- it. Vengeance, man. I don't know if I've ever felt the need for vengeance this hard in my life. I don't think I ever will. She went ham in the paint. She like just listing all she killed somebody who was like a friend. She yep. got implants that severely shortened her lifespan. She's killed she's killed many people at this point. Maybe yeah, not yeah. many. She's all killed the, multiple. The gangsters. Oh, and then she blows up a whole ship, which is That's that that's counts as murdering. Thousands of people. Well, yeah, so that I I would have to put that as counting. Yeah. <laughs> It's obviously less personable. You don't have to do it with it's your bare not, hands. Yeah, it's not but, as... Uh, um, like, I imagine it easier to hit a button than it would be to... Uh, more theoretical. It's like when you... It's like droning. Right, right, right. Oh, I heard... Never mind. That would be a tangent. But, um, yeah, so... She's, uh... She's doing it. Big time Which is doing even, it. Big time losing it. And re- remember... Remember all these bad things she's done. Because uh, I don't, don't know. let me be a don't let me be a Melva revisionist later because I will be I will be it's, you can it's, bet your bottom it's dollar easy to <laughs> but we shouldn't like it's messed up that what happens later but um he's a stone cold killer she's she's messed up I see I see why some people are against her and yeah <laughs> see why I some people don't Melba like her revisionist I see from a certain point of view. <laughs> 
yeah it's it's messed up well excellent i can't wait for more melba uh i mean we're gonna get a lot of her and it's gonna be great my my chapter to end this episode is fucked up so uh yeah i agree i concur i actually couldn't believe it i actually i was like remembering i'm like oh my god i actually can't believe that this is yeah it's wild it's wild that was a spoiler for later i mean we're on chapter 15 and uh we are back with bull this is bull chapter number two for your boy you lucky which is fantastic so uh my guy is monitoring the footage of the sung un explosion and he's making his way up to the commander because he knows that he has got to do something very specific and oh wait no he doesn't know that yet but he's about to He's working with his security team to try and prep for rescue for any survivors from the ship, as well as kind of keep everyone calm and keep everyone not panicked. And he's basically just trying to figure out, like, what could have possibly happened here? Like, why did the ship blow up? Was it sabotaged? Was it that was it an accident? Either way, it's probably not good for the. Uh, the the situation, the, you know, the political slash potential fighting situation that that could come from it uh when he along with many others or she receive a broadcast from a certain james holden and we know that this of course is melba's famous broadcast and james holden has declared in uh in as many words that the ring belongs to the belt essentially and that if anyone decide even gets close, even thinks about touching it, that he's gonna he's gonna murder everyone, and he's gonna absolutely end it all. It has to remain available to everyone, uh, and it's very dangerous. So uh, he's going to protect the ring. He doesn't want Earth or Mars to take control of it in any way, and. Yeah, that's kind of what that's what the message says, basically. Uh, Bull doesn't obviously we don't like these people don't know Holden that well. They just know that he's a dumb fuck and he's done this stuff before. So Bull's like, well, shit, Uh, this is 100 percent believable and we got to stop. We got to shut this down. So now he knows what he has to do and he's going to head up to the command deck. And, you know, let Ashford and Pa know what he thinks needs to be done, even though that that's not really his role being <laughs> the chief security officer. So once he gets up there, he uh, Michio Pa tries to like get him to not run in there, but he basically just yells, we need to engage and shoot down the Rosinante. Like we, we have to do this quickly. We need to show Earth and Mars that we are not the ones that blew up the Sangun. We need to show them that like Holden isn't working with us like we need to be the ones that like end this and if we don't then we will be getting shot down and we cannot fight anyone so Ashford initially is like no we're not going to do that we I've sent a message back to Ceres to try and get confirmation whether we're working with Holden or not (laughs) which is really funny Uh, (laughs) the we learned that the type beam will take about four hours to get back to Ceres and then four hours following that to come back. So, uh, well, I think, I don't know if it was four hours total yeah. or four hours one way. I thought, I, think it's I read one way. 
I thought it was four hours one way too. So. Either way, yeah, it's a um, long freaking time. Long time, long time in a rapidly developing situation. And <laughs> that'd be hilarious. Yeah, so uh, you know, Bull is just like that's too long. We cannot wait. And wouldn't you know it, a certain Michio Pa agrees with Bull and speaks up and is like, "Ashford, we gotta do this. Uh, if they want to survive, we gotta shoot down the Rossi." And Ashford really doesn't want to do this. But he does agree that they're gonna have to that they're gonna have to take him out, and they fire a single missile, and the ship loses power. Nah. The BMF, the <laughs> massive BMF, the whole fucking ship loses power. So uh, they all get a bunch of flashlights and turn them on in order to see, which is very funny. And then Bull asks if the chief engineer can be released from room arrest, and nah. Pa says that that is that is fine. That was hilarious. So. Uh, we get immediate justice for Sam. Hashtag justice for Sam. And she is released. And we learn very quickly that the behemoth just cannot, literally just can't fight. In any, in I any mean, way, the, the Rossi knew it. So. so, everyone knew it. Literally everyone knew this already. Yeah. But we get Stark Nobody showing. Did they do- are just a big old walking duck that can't yeah. do anything. So, discussion here. Holden, is he a terrorist? Yes or no, what? Dak? Well, I mean, wow. What a question. This is, <laughs> this, you're setting me up for failure here. I mean, I'm going to go with no. I mean, for this situation, clearly not. For this not. situation, no. <laughs> you uh, set oh. up. The man was framed. <laughs> but... It's hilarious how I think they even said in the book, like it seems like Ashford is just hoping that Holden actually did claim the ring for the belt. Yeah, which is just funny. Ashford just like, and it's clear that Ashford just sucks at life. Yep, Um, he is unable to. Bull. He calls the he he call the one thing that Bull picks up on briefly is that Ashford calls the UN fleet the Earther fleet. And at that moment, yeah. he decides to like push harder because he's like, Ashford is still making decisions based on yeah. his personal thoughts about Earthers, not based on the political situation that they're in with the UN and Mars. So, like, he realizes that Ashford just doesn't, he is not at the level that they need. He's not at the decision making level that they need him to be at we- to A, you know, yeah. navigate this political situation correctly and also be just like live just not get shot we also we also see that Michio is not just anti-bull she's willing to like be like all right yeah bull's right here we gotta we gotta do something or we're she we're screwed she wants ashford to like i think that she we know she's pretty smart yeah like the way that she can kind of manipulate ashford pretty easily right and i think she wants ashford to be a certain he she wants him to be like the smart belter leader but yeah he just isn't yeah so uh and i don't know whether that's i don't know whether that comes down to bull not being a belter um or what exactly that comes down to but yeah clearly mitchell does not like bull but also does understand like where they're at so i don't know I don't really know if I understand why someone like Ashford has like risen to this. I think it's politics. Risen. It seemed like uh, Fred He's Johnson at- put 
the structure why together he, based on but why would Freddie J like it would be if Ashford isn't able to do this like I wouldn't it be clear beforehand you think or no uh I think I think Ashford got it based on seniority kind of because because Michaud Pa's pretty fairly green it seems like or like she's not like it's not her first rodeo but she's she's not like a seasoned veteran where it seemed like Ashford was um more paid his dues in the the OPA. Yeah, but, he's just yeah. more choice. I mean, Even he almost he... screws everyone, but well, he, although yeah. who knows what would happen? Yeah, I don't know. We got... We'll talk about that later in the book. But we, he makes another great decision just right down right around the corner. So yep, we see but a lot yeah. of good stuff. <clears throat> so Mijopa, we learn uh, actually smart. Ashford, we learn actually a dumbass. So. <laughs> Very good for both of them. Wow. Uh, obviously, we also learned that the BMF literally Oop is just a big old floating hunk of metal, cannot fight it anyway. Fires one missile. I mean, you, normally you're firing tons of missiles in these fights. Uh, they fired one. Whole ship lost power. Not Players. much more to say. Not ideal. Not ideal. And Bold knew this the whole time. That's why they wanted to test these things. So, good stuff. Bull vindicated, but still, Bull also kind of an asshole. But you know, he's he's got to do what he's got to do, dude. I realize yeah. Bull is basically the Avasarla of the OPA. Yeah, similar um, vibes. Very similar vibes. He's he's not necessarily like the highest rank, but he's he's pretty good at working the control, and he's got to like fix shit for everyone. They have a though. similar structure, actually. They they yeah. seem to rely on the three man. The, the the three man like leadership Weird. group, uh, <laughs> like in the, like uh, Aaron Wright. What's the what's the president's name? Esteban. Esteban. Esteban basically equals Ashford. Aaron Wright and Michio Pa are similar. Yeah, it's like the same thing. And uh, Bull and Avasarla are similar. Same vibes, except for the, same obviously vibe. obviously not the exact same, but yes. same. Yeah, they obviously like that. They like having the puppet. They like having the two. Right. People below him kind of vying for power. It's fun. It makes it makes Good. it fun. Good stuff. I like the setup. For sure, for sure. Um Yeah, but we uh start stuff sitting in the fan. They did fire one missile, which will uh one missile. Which was enough, as we'll see. Mm-hmm. Well, depending on a certain point of view. <laughs> <laughs> From a certain point of view. Uh oh, it was it was not enough. Yeah, do we want to go on to Holden? You, go. All right, yeah, Holden. And this is fun, because we're getting the... I like when they do this. They Like, an event happens, and then we see it from from everyone's point of view, which is yeah. uh, mm-hmm. which is good, because it's, uh, it, it just, it's just fun. gives you a lot of insight. Um, right. So we're on Holden's ship, uh, and this is just after um, Melba has released the bug. The One of the ships blew up. Um, and the crew is realizing that we are broadcasting something. They're like, where's this broadcast coming from? The broadcast is coming from inside the ship. Literally happens. Um, also funny is that during this time, Holden had... So previously, Holden said the, the film crew was not allowed in the brig. Or the... Not the brig. The freaking... What do they call it? The commander's chair? The, 
the control deck, we'll call it. Uh, but I call it the command deck normally, but yeah, command deck that sounds that sounds fair. Um, but today they had they had let them up for some reason, and of course it's when the shit hits the fan. Uh, so yeah, the the message starts going out. Uh, the whole crew is freaking out. Like literally, everyone's like, "What the heck?" And uh, but Holden uh, is actually he's he does he does good here. I think this is where Holden does his best is in crazy situations. Maybe because he's so stupid. It's because he's, he's crazy. It's yeah, it's crazy equals crazy. That's why yeah. he so, does dumb things when everything's calm. But when it's crazy, he knows how to make the also the equally crazy decision. That's that's true. So Naomi is trying to stop the messages going out. She can't. Um, Yet another failure of the engineer Naomi. Um, Holden is eventually like, yo, let's just unplug the communications. Uh, so Amos goes and unplugs it. Um, then Holden decides, well, the only person who doesn't technically want to kill us is the OPA, so we should fly towards them. Uh, so they start doing that, and that's, of course, in the last chapter we saw from Bull's point of view that happening. Um, but then, of course, as we know, the Bohemoth fires a weapon. <laughs> they notice the Bohemoth weapon system starting up, and their weapon system is starting up because of the bug. And they're like, well, shit. Um, and the Bohemoth, of course, fires a, a torpedo at them. Uh, they start taking evasive maneuvers um, and heading towards Mars because they're like, well, we blew up an Earth ship, so if we head towards Mars, maybe they won't try to blow us up because we didn't blow up one of their ships, which is pretty fair. It's good, good deductive uh, reasoning there. Uh, but then Mars, they do a little a tricky maneuver where they fly really close to a Martian ship with the the torpedo right next to them, um, which of course then pisses the Martians off, and they start targeting them with their lasers. Um, and guiding the torpedo with their lasers, which I don't, I don't know how this works. Um, it's unclear. Like I don't know if they're like the targeting. Does the torpedo just follow the targeting lasers? I thought it was just following the ship. I don't know. Um, but but the, it says the Mars is is now guiding the missiles since the Bohemoth is obviously uh, dead in the water. Um, so they're kind of out of options. And Holden's like, all right, fly towards the ring, and they. They go for a hard burn at the ring, and then a really hard burn to slow down because, of course, the the speed limit, as as we talked about before, is in force on the other side. And if they go through too fast, they'll turn themselves into putty, like the uh, the Belter did. Um, but this burn that they're doing is insane. Uh, it had a three percent chance of killing them, at least one person. The computer said, which is. Uh, Pretty high. Pretty high. Like, Higher than zero. Yeah, I mean, if you get... Like, think about it. Like, 10% is 1 in 10. So, I mean... I've, <laughs> so, it's like one-third of that, and there's like 10 people on the ship. So, it's like... a decent chance somebody dies. Um, people all die. Going through the ship. That'd be really low probability, but uh, that'd be crazy. What if they all died from this burn? That'd be... Uh, that would be... That would be a heck of a book. Awesome. End it, end it there. Possible though. The rest of the book is just blank. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the um, end. Um, but yeah, they 
They do the burn. Everybody passes out because so, the burn is too high. Um, but they do. Holden wakes up on the other side, and who is it? But uh, Miller. Um, so Miller gives him the speech. He's like, dude, what the heck? I told you to do doors and corners, and you just fly into the ring like an idiot. Uh, and then Holden's like, Miller goes and looks at the electronics, which is funny because Miller, Miller acting is, a little too real right now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what the heck? And he's like, Holden asks, what's out there? Miller says, nothing. And that's scaring the shit out of me, uh, which is funny and ominous. Um, but it kind of makes sense from uh, what we learn later. And we'll talk about when we get to the uh, when we get to what happens with with Holden and Miller exploring the, uh, the leftovers of what's inside the, the ring here. Um, and yeah, that's kind of how it ends. Uh, everyone else starts waking up. Miller goes away and, uh, we're, they're in the ring. They're alive. The torpedoes floating next to them. Cause it also had to slow down. Um, and to be clear, it didn't slow itself down. That's what will be called. The slow zone slows it down. Uh, and yeah, now we're, they successfully ran into the ring and are in this alien world and who knows what will happen. It's it's honestly one of the most exciting points. I don't know, it's cool. It's cool. This book is a cool part of the series. We're learning new things, going new places. So uh, Into the Ring. Yeah, it's great. And it's yeah, it's just it's funny thinking about like what happens later. This is the this is the start of everything. It's great. Um so, Holden, some, some notes about this. So, immediately when the broadcast goes out, Holden's, like, trying to, like, <laughs> defend himself. He's like, I didn't do that, did I? And he's like, which is just funny to me, that he's, like, trying to defend himself. Like, Amazing. Even though he didn't do it. Um, but, of course, everyone on the ship realizes this is fake. Um, yeah, and again, I would like to point out that Naomi, once again, is, is bad at engineering and can't stop this bug or find a way to fix it and Holden has to come up with the idea. Um, that's like number number four now on the list. Monica is useless. Monica! Uh, if you don't remember, Monica is the, the reporter. Um, she's like, are we in danger? What's going on? <laughs> like when, when all this shit's going down, which is uh, just hilarious how like oblivious you could be. Um, they call the behemoth at one point, Holden calls it Fred Johnson's overcompensation, uh, which is, it's, it's hilarious because it's Fred Johnson and then overcompensate. I don't know. I thought that was clever and also funny. Um, so good for that. Uh, a a little bit of, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what you call this an Easter egg or just like a nod of, uh, during um, during this, Cohen, who is the blind dude, who is obviously in cahoots with Melba, says, fucking bitch, under his breath. Um, obviously, meaning Melba and Clarissa, um, because he's, she basically put him in a lot of danger. Because he must have not have known the whole plan or something. I don't know. I don't think uh, he realized what, that he, that... What he was doing, yeah. She, she didn't realize, or... He didn't realize that she was trying to straight up murder Holden. He probably right. thought he probably thought the plan was less uh, murderous. Right. 
if I had to guess. Or maybe didn't know who she was. Because she's not using a real name. Exactly. So. Yeah, it's it's unclear. But but yeah, and uh, Holden hears it, but it's during all the action, so he doesn't like, he's not going to be like, oh, what do you mean by that? Um, but yeah, I thought that was, uh, that was fun. They put that in there. Um, oh, they, they also mentioned how this was like the first time Mars and the OPA cooperated when they were guiding the missile. And so what a, what a beautiful moment. Also, what a weird, I guess they didn't want to fire their own missiles. I think really know because then it's like, then I think they don't want to be necessarily responsible. Like, it's one thing if the OPA missile hits them. Yeah. But then if they, like, because if they do shoot, and then it was like, oh, that wasn't Holden. Then then it's like, uh, then, yeah, it's like, um, whoops. Yeah. Whereas if the OPA did it, then it's the OPA's problem. But yeah, it's funny. But they still guided it, which I feel like is just Pretty as weird. bad in my book. I don't know. <laughs> like, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um... Yes, yeah, so Holden also is like, is like I said, it's in his head that the ring or the proto molecule is like calling him, which is funny. It's like the he's, he thinks he's like in the Lord of the Rings or something. I love that. And it the is ring very, wants to be it found. is. Wow, I didn't think about that. It's very much feels like the One Ring situation. Yeah, Holden Holden thinks he's the ring is calling him. He is Frodo. Um, he so he true. literally thinks he's the chosen one. Yeah, um, but. But no, that's not the case. That's fine though. You can keep thinking that. Losing it a little. He bit. gets he gets even worse later. Like he just straight up says like, "This is what this is what I'm meant to do." <laughs> it's it's all messed up. <laughs> yeah, in the fourth book, he gets weird. If I remember correctly, right? Yeah. He he thinks he's the chosen one. I don't know. It's it's uh. What did Anakin? It's funny. Yeah, you were the chosen one. Um. Yeah. So, good. Good for him. Uh, I Miller's. Be, I yep. wouldn't want to think that I'm prophesized about at all. I think that would be yeah, poorly it, for me. That seems like a mental illness. If you think there's a, if you think you're a part of a prophecy, true. Yeah. That is a bad sign. For yeah, probably not good. Probably for not you, good. that you, that's not good. Um. So yeah, definitely need help if you think you're part of a prophecy. But uh, also, we know Miller's getting more coherent. Um, yeah, clearly, he's making more sense. Also, he's not saying the exact same things, right? So it seems like the protomolecule is like learning is how to talk to Holden or or whatnot. Um, but he's he's starting to uh, to make more sense now, which is which is good. Um, good and also concerning. Also concerning. It's a it's a two way battle, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, the first time we go through the ring, big moment in the expanse. It's true, we did it. I don't think we revisit it for this episode, and, so and everything fun. will be fine. What the ring? Yeah, we don't go back to Holton at all until no. the next episode. Yeah, so. that'll be good. I think that, I think we did this episode pretty well, if I do say so myself. Perfectly planned it out. Yeah, just so. definitely didn't just count seven. Yep, no, we we planned this. <laughs> So yeah, no, that was a right. that was a pretty big yeah. chapter, but it was that good. It was. They're through. Metaphysically big. Meta it for everything. It was a big moment. Big stuff happened. 
Oh, yeah, a, I, you you are coming from a place where you know a lot more about the whole arc of the series. So for me, it, it doesn't feel that like that big of a moment. But I oh, makes sense. It's it fine. makes sense as to why it is. Oh man, I I just want to say one thing. I fell asleep oh, no. while listening to the Expanse and woke up just like two the last book. Woke up two chapters later and it like blew my mind. Like I had no idea what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just hilarious, like how much happened in like two chapters, seemingly that I did. Nice, just like what the hell. But yeah. um, yeah, it was fun. All right, chapter seventeen, back. Oh. The hat trick is complete of the Ben and Bull chapters. The Dude, B- the Hattie B- connection can't beat it. Mm-hmm. And. We are back on the BMF, the BBB, Big Baller brand. It's been about 30 hours. Is that what it is? Big Baller? BBB, Big Baller brand. Is, is it brand? Is it? I it's Big it Baller like, brand, yeah. Heck yeah. Ben Bull, BMF, BBB. It's been about 30 hours since that initial missile shot knocked power out of the BMF. And the ship is basically back up and running. Uh, but they're like in really bad shape because they're trying to boot systems back up and getting them back up to uh, snuff and like a certain section the air recyclers didn't kick back on so people are like trapped in there and they're going to run out of air so they're like working with dealing with crap like that so not horribly fun right now on the BMF they're on a, everyone basically is uh, not slept a whole lot in the 30 hours since the power has gone out because, you know, as you can imagine, being in the middle of space with no power, not good. And yeah, the you can see pretty clearly that patience, uh, you know, thinking. Well, <laughs> they're lo- everyone's losing it as you do without sleep. He bull notes that one of his security people, Corin. She gets raunchy when she gets tired and she makes a raunchy joke and he's like, oh, fuck, we got to send we, these, these, these people need some sleep. And uh, the joke was that someone mentioned lube, which classic. You can't nah. just mention lube and expect no one to make a joke about it. And Corin says, least fun I've ever had with lube, which is great. I love that and respect that. And yeah, so he's trying to get people sleep, but he gets a call from Sam, our favorite chief engineer. And one of her engineers does not want to help with some tech work to try and get some shit fixed, which he deems below him. So he goes to help solve this. And obviously this guy is just bullshitting and he's tired. He doesn't want to do shit. And he bull actually being a good leader somehow and gets this. He he pretends like he's going to work on the line uh, and it makes this guy feel bad and then uh, tells this guy he can just go home. We'll send him back to the belt but this guy's like all right fine i'll work what a flex what a uh so bull does some good leadership stuff and then right after this happens there is a big old pa announcement ship wide from captain ashford and ashford announces that the behemoth will be following holden into the ring to capture wow. him. And that this expedition will start in approximately six hours. So this is not good <laughs> for everyone. 
and Bull goes to talk to Ashford, and we don't actually, we're not in on that conversation, but obviously we know that it probably doesn't go well because Bull doesn't think it's going to go well, and, uh, we, you know, we already know that Ashford is a bit of a dumbass. So uh, Bull does not convince Ashford to not do this. He then looks for Michio Pa, and the more I say Michio Pa, the less it sounds like a, the less <laughs> sense it makes. So I'm going <laughs> to... Sadly, keep saying it, but Before it becomes it just, a sound. It's starting to sound mush in my mouth. Yeah, uh, and he finds Michio Pa at the bar, which is where you go and look for belters. Not, hmm, that was racist. <laughs> where uh, you go and look for belters. <laughs> wow, was that <laughs> canceled? Bull says, Bull says that it's just it's not like a normal military. So instead of looking for someone like in the mess hall, and because it's the behemoth, because there aren't mess halls that. He has to go to the bar to find anyone it's because that's where people go. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Damn it. And uh, he he knows that Pa he, Pa repeats the same thing that Ashford did, which Ashford's most coherent point of for doing this was like, which also I don't think was coherent at fucking all. But they both have said that. They don't want the proto molecule to learn about humanity from James Holden, and I, uh, I just that fucking, I read that I'm just like, what the, f- what the fuck is going on in the heads of the authors? I don't really know, but it's very funny. I was like, I who, I don't know what normal person thinks that's a good argument. I don't know, but um, I don't know. You can maybe make an argument for that if you think differently, but I thought that that was weird as hell. But they both repeated it. And Bull seems to think that that's a good argument. But he is like, we can't go in there. We're going to get shot. Also, it's the ring. We don't want to go in there because it's the ring. And Michio Pa is like, yeah, yeah, I agree. And also, <laughs> Mara says that they would actually shoot us if we tried to go in there. And then Bull's <laughs> like, well, why the fuck are we going in there? And she's like, well, we have to for the good of the belt. <laughs> Bull's like, I, this is unbelievable. You guys are going to get us all killed. Why are we doing this? Pa's like, we have to follow the captain. And you can kind of like from the vibes that Pa's sitting off, she's clearly not super pleased about this, even though she's like saying the same messaging that Ashford was, because she's clearly a she's a company yeah. company woman. Um But Bull's like, well, if Ashford were to have a sudden accident, then you would be the one making decisions, <laughs> right? And Pa's like, uh, yes, but do not fucking do anything. We're not committing mutiny. And he's like, well, you wouldn't have to. Like, it could just be an accident. And <laughs> she's like, no, I will just do the exact same orders. Do not do that. And Bull's like, all right, well, then we're either going to die or we're going to go into the ring, which is also basically death. So this is fun. Um, I really like that conversation between those two at the end. So, uh, so obviously, when you have a bunch of people on little sleep, tensions go way up. Uh, that is probably not good in a confined space like a spaceship. So people probably be start losing it if I had to guess. It seems like it would be not good. Uh, Bull doing the, you know, being the leader on the ship that he is. That's what his job is to keep the peace, keep people working as needed. I don't really think that's his job, but, you know, that's what he got called to do. Uh, Ashford really losing it. I think it's from what I remember, 
I'm pretty sure it's... I don't think he's been ordered to do this. I think this is his decision. He's like, we're going to go into the ring. Because he just thinks that if they don't go into the ring, then A, it's embarrassing that Holden got away, and B, he also thinks it's like pretty fucking cool that the belt would do this first before Earth and Mars, and, and Bull is also speculating that he wants to like do something cool, uh, which is always a good... It's always good when that the decision making is based on like making, you know, making yourself look good or doing something cool. So, yeah, that the decision is coming directly from Ashford. And it's a bad one. But it's going to happen at this point. Uh, So, yeah, Bull obviously wants to do some sort of suggesting a a little bit of light treason uh, for (laughs) on Ashford. I may have committed some light treason, but uh, Pa is not about it for the time being. Yeah, She's this is this is wild. True. Like, imagine, like it's we. It's crazy, like how risky this is, of just Makes like no going sense. through this ring they don't know anything about with a ship full of basically everyone, and it's like their yep. biggest and air quotes best ship. Also, uh, also a ship that can't fight. Yeah, right. That's running on literal fumes right now. Just like full steam ahead, bros. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. It's just like hugely risky. It's Makes it's no hilarious. Sense. Hilarious. Ashford, Ashford literally galaxy braining this one. I mean, it works out, but it, it it's scary. I don't like. I don't like. I don't know how. It's dumb. Also, like Bull is correct. Like if Mars has told you we will shoot you if you go to the ring, then you probably should not go in the is, ring. That is also the other thing that's wild. Like it's one thing to yeah go through the ring that you don't know anything about, but then you know you're gonna get shot if you try. <laughs> like, I don't. It makes no sense. Wild. This is holding brain level of yeah. of decision making, which is we never where you want to be. Uh, but it. Uh, it ends up working out for the best ish. Depending task on what we call failed. The best. Task failed successfully, true. basically. True, truly. Uh fun. Um, we ready for Anna's point of view? Finally. Always ready. All right. Anna's point her of chapters view. Are like, her chapters are just the the comfort the comfort in this storm. So chill. Yep, yep, yep. A harbor. That's the word I was looking for. The harbor. Um all right. Well, Anna is doing her first sermon. Um, with the military members. Uh, it goes kind of poorly. She does like a generic sermon. Um, and it doesn't seem to uh really capture any of the members. Uh, but then she she kind of has like a heart to heart with them. She's like, I was gonna do this. This brave sermon about David and his troubles with, uh, with because he had to serve even though he didn't like the people above him, um, which is just wild. I need to I need to read those Bible chapters again. But um, but the, they they kind of responded well to it, and she promised to do a a better sermon next time. So she's uh. She's truly, you can tell she's like, she's a people person. She can, uh, like you said before, sense when things are wrong. She's got a uh, good spidey sense, like very mm -hmm. impressive spidey sense. I don't have that shit. Which I guess makes, makes a good good. pastor. Yep. When Um, your, when your whole job is. Yeah. Uh, mind. We're not going to go into it. (laughs) Uh, yeah, no, but she's, uh, she's good at that stuff. Um, 
and she yeah she kind of like uh breaks down and she admits that she's scared too and uh and they they kind of have a a nice little moment there um but then she goes to the mess hall with Tilly who is her Tilly's hilarious um the best I picture her I'm trying to figure out who I'm picturing her as but she's just like this like rich drunk friend who is just like there and just like exacerbated at all times like i almost i almost picture her looking like she looks like amy winehouse in my brain i don't know oh interesting but that's like she she has that kind of i think i'm picturing somebody from a movie but i don't i'm I'm picturing an actress i'm trying to think of who this actress is that i'm thinking of um uh, it doesn't matter. It's right wild now, that they're yeah. friends. They just seem like not the same people. Um, but uh, tracks. It's true. It's true. And they they end up being pretty okay for each other. Uh, but she's she's in the mess saw, and then Cortez comes in. Um. And is basically like, "Yo, I'm gonna I'm putting together a position to go into the ring. Are you on board?" And like, everyone, why is everyone doing this? Stop doing this, everyone. <laughs> Don't and go into the ring. Anna, inexplicably, before Cortez is like, hear me out. But even before he does that, Anna's like, yep, I'm going. I'm going. We're good. And it's like, what? Like, Holden Brain has taken over. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Unreal. And the this real is the lady. Molecule is the Holden Brain that's everyone's getting. This is the lady. She's addicted to this stuff. She's uh, she has a family. You left her family and was like, let me just do this one more mission. It's, it's got, this important yeah. to me. She's clearly and, an adrenaline junkie. And, and then somebody's like, hey, you want to go even further into some <laughs> where nobody's ever gone before? You might not come back. And she's like, yes, sign me up. No, Ezzy. Straight <laughs> up. <laughs> Unreal, <laughs> dude. You have a problem. That's go what, back to your I'm, family. I'm scene, she's like wholesome on the outside, but we not like, and not like wholesome in like she she has just got a, the crazy gene. Like she's ready to yeah. do the crazy shit. Like no no hesitation. She wants to yeah go. She like their family's holding her back. If it's an if it's a, if you if you and your group of friends you get a night out, someone suggests something dumb. Anna's like, in. She's like number one. She's like hell yeah. Let's fucking go. <laughs> hell yeah, brother. Like I'll drink to up. that, brother. There yeah. she's in. Uh huh. It's wild. Yeah, it's absolutely nuts moves on her part. Uh, but it seems like everyone is going into the ring. It just sure. seems like uh, what we're doing. Why not? Why not? Everyone else is going in. Party of the ring. Uh, she she kind of, to her point, she she rationalized this. If we all go into the ring, then we become explorers instead of people pointing guns at each other outside the ring. Uh, we all is... go into the ring. We can't get in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> they can't. All of us can't get in trouble. They can't arrest us all in the ring. <laughs> yeah, this is not great logic, but um, it's it's happening, I guess. Uh, and then the chapter ends with her voice chatting. Not she's sending a voice message, I guess, to her family. Like, well, I'm sorry, but here I go again. <laughs> like, uh, so yeah, that is sad but uh also just nuts that uh, we're doing this um yeah so in these some some observations here uh 
we talk about space. She thinks about space communion and how, how this is just like got to be wildly different than what uh, anybody had pictured. Like Jesus, like take my body and blood in space. And it's like not even wine and crackers anymore. It's like space junk. Uh, it's just it's just funny to think about um, the first communion versus this communion on a spaceship by an alien ring. Um, just funny. Uh, and then, oh, also some some uh, heated gamer moments in the in the church. Not good. When the the people are talking about the situations and the the earthers are going, yeah, those dusters, which is of course a slur for. Mars, Martian people, and then also, of course, the tried and true belters, skinnies, um, and and such that that they're thrown around there. But Anna does her; she does a good job of uh, of correcting him and and saying, "Hey, we don't want to. This is this is not what we're about. We can't be trying to think of people as others and alienating them. Uh, we're all people, uh, which is uh, which is good. Good message there." But yeah, a little lot of heated gamer moments from from everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? What else? Oh, Tilly has a nice line here. Uh, if I wanted to suck fluids out of a flaccid and indifferent member, I would have stayed on Earth with my husband. Uh, because of course, when they're in they're in space, apparently uh, at zero g they can't like cook food correctly, mm. so they have mm. bagged. The bulbs. Crap that they eat in bulbs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I thought that was a great line. Good on you, Tilly. She really paints a picture. She re- I'm, yeah, I'm really thinking about it. Um, <laughs> something, some, something else funny. Uh, Ayana mentions how, because Cortez comes in with mag boots on, uh, and Ana is like, man, I wish I could do those, but she, apparently it makes her feel sick to walk around with her feet attached, but her body kind of like floating back and forth, which is something mm. I didn't really think about before. Because I always thought like, yeah, mag boots would be nice. You just like walk like normal, but it's your the rest of your body would be kind of like not you'd normal. Like, the, like that'd like be the, weird. You like, wouldn't I, exactly look like this, but the wave people outside car dealerships. Right. Like how would you, because you'd be at least leaning back. You'd be like matrixing everywhere because your feet are like pulling you forward. <laughs> like I'm assuming that there's like rails on the walls that you, I mean, there has to be, on. it'd be, yeah. it'd be yeah. messed up, but yeah. So I, yeah, I, I'd never really thought of that. I just kind of thought, Oh yeah, mag boots, you just walk normal, but I guess you obviously wouldn't. It'd be very weird. No, it would be awkward. It would not be a nice, normal stroll. So yeah. And it's definitely not like it is in the, the show where no, they just be walking, walking normal. Which I guess that's is like a, fair. That's a, that's a classic show thing to like, we're just trying to make it, we don't want to show this weird shit. We just want them yeah. to be doing their, we want them to act. It's cool. Um, yeah, and then again, just wild how honest, there's so many risks about going to this ring. Um, they're like, they don't know any of the rules of the ring. Like the ring could like shut off or implode or like do something crazy and they they just have no idea. But they're like, yep, let's do it. Oh yeah, um, and cool, and yeah, Anna's got a family back home that she's again leaving. So good for her. But Damn oh well. yeah, that for was her. just a wild, <laughs> wild child. Um, man, we talked about people we want at our in that one episode about our at our birthday party, the bonus episode. Oh yeah, Anna's in it. 
She's there. Not the not. She's a a wild card pick, or like a dark horse. Not not who you think, but uh, you need her on. You need her in there. I'm not inviting Bull. That's for I'm not inviting. Oh man, Bull would be bad. Trash. Sam's coming. Anna's coming. Melba's probably not coming. Mm, We can't have. uh, sadly enough, no, Melba can't come. Rosinante's coming. Obviously, they're all invited. Everyone. Uh, that's probably it. That's from. I mean, some other people I'd invite, but. Sure. We'll see. That's fine. We'll see. We'll see. Dope. All right. 19. Melba. Sadly, not another BBB chapter. Unfortunate, but that's okay. We move on. I do love <laughs> Melba, though. Uh, Melba really starting to go like in and out of being Sanity. like aware of her surroundings and being lucid. Uh, she is just kind of laying in her crash house in a state of anger and panic and fear. And she, this is happening because she's absolutely furious that Holden was able to get into the ring uh, and is not currently not confirmed killed uh well actually no they know they know he's not dead right because i think they well maybe they don't know for sure yet i guess they're they don't pretty know sure how he's she, not dead they're pretty sure they can like see so, they have probes and they can see in the ring but they just can't like something yeah. i think they've been able to confirm that but either way she uh was working with her team on the sun and trying to you know get some people off that ship and fix some things to, even though she's obviously the one that planted that bomb and they she missed the news initially but when she got back that's when she realized that holden had gotten away and yeah she's been uh straight freaking uh and it's not good for your girl and she gets a knock at her door and it's soledad who is her uh subordinate on the engineering team and she comes in saying like it's confusing because she's saying like, I can't go. I just can't go. Melba, you can't, <laughs> you can't send me. And Melba's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, did you not get the message? And Melba goes to check her terminal and she's got a message from 10 hours ago. So Ruh-roh. Melba not really doesn't really understand how long she's been in and out uh, of her weird fugue state. Uh, but she is surprisingly like nice to Soledad and pretty chill with her. But basically, the message is that the is the announcement that the Thomas Prince will be going into the ring, and that there's one person from each of the the maintenance teams and other crew teams needs to needs to go uh, on on the Thomas Prince. And Melba's like, "Hell yeah, I'm in. It's all me. Don't worry, Soledad. I got it." So easy decision for Melba. She is thinks that this is her chance to finish the job, so to speak. And yeah, so she's excited to get in there. She's not horribly excited. She's a little scared, but she's pretty excited, I would say. And she's got three hours to prepare for the leaving for the Thomas Prince. And she knows that her room will get used after this. So she knows that she needs to get <laughs> Ren's uh, dead, rotting body out of her locker. So she preps by getting a a bunch of cleaning stuff and also the stuff that like kind of melts shit. I'm not entirely sure what's going on here. You may be able to 
uh, chime in as you know. I, I don't really understand exactly the logistics of this all, but essentially she gets this locker open and body parts start kind of falling out because all this shit has rotted and is falling apart. And she is loading, she's essentially lo- putting it all, getting it all on a big ol' uh, like uh, what what am I looking for? Like a like a mat essentially, but like some yeah. sort of mat where she can like roll shit into it, and then she's putting it all in this toolbox that she's going to lock and then take with her onto the Thomas Prince. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the half of the I mean not half of the chapter, a, a good chunk of the chapter is her working on shoving body parts into this toolbox and then locking it and obviously smells cannot get out of this box it must be like vacuum sealed in some way yeah uh otherwise it would be clear that there's something up with this box but yeah really grody not fun she then once she gets uh all of ren's corpse into this toolbox uh she does some cleaning Good for her. She cleans out the locker that this was in and uh, goes to take a shower. Once again, kind of loses her mind in the shower a little bit. And then she <laughs> gets out to head to the shuttle to take her to the prince with her toolbox full of uh, tools, quote unquote. And once she is on the Thomas Prince, she's back and she kind of knows her way around, but she's going on the tour while on the tour, she overhears a voice she recognizes, and that voice belongs to Tilly. Uh oh. Who knows her pretty well. Ruh-roh. Family friend. She did not think about this at all. She did not think anyone from Earth would be someone that she knew since she thought it was all priests and shit. So, Tilly absolutely knows who uh, Clarissa is. She immediately is like, oh, shit, I cannot let Tilly see me. Uh, And Tilly does not see her this time. But who knows? Maybe she will. But either way, uh, she gets shown to her new room and she kind of tells, you know, she's like, all right, time to start improvising. She is at this point, no plan, only vibes. Perfect. So uh, Melba. Super fucked up, you know, transporting bodies, dealing with lots of flesh and fluids, really gross stuff. Uh, she, she, she is almost, she, well, not almost, she is disassociating, basically. She, she always, yeah. she, things are happening. She'll be like, I'm crying, but she won't say that, she won't be like, oh, I'm crying. She'll be like, I, cr- I think I cried, but I, she could like she talks about like seeing herself cry but not really experiencing it, which doesn't seem good. Scary. Uh and yeah, obviously Ren super dead at this point. And yeah, now we have <laughs> super dead. He's gone. Have, uh, <laughs> I thought he was coming back, but he's not. <laughs> uh yeah, that was just to be clear, you know, just cleared it up. But yeah, and then we have the new piece in the puzzle. The Tilly Fagan conundrum. Let's go. Dun, dun, dun. Tilly's going to be important. I forgot about this. I also 100% forgot about this. I was like, oh, right. This is why Tilly's here. 
Yeah. I totally forgot about this right. until it, until yeah. it happened. Because uh, Tilly is a, a rich person who knows other rich She is people. a rich socialite like a certain Clarissa once was. Classic. Sad. And that's the end of our chapters for this Weird. Week. Good stuff. I'm excited dun, for the dun, rest dun. of them. Rosinante in the ring. Clarissa. Going in the, the ring. ring. Dude. About to be in the ring. Yeah. Uh, who Who is their other POV? Is that Everyone. it? Bull, Carissa, Anna. Uh-uh. Going in the ring. Bull, going in the ring. Wouldn't you know it? All our It's POVs. about to be a ring family here. This is going to be good. All our POVs are in that hole. We're ready to rumble. Absolutely. Uh, would you like to learn about deepfakes? No. Just kidding. Oh, that's yes. too bad. Science Tuesday this week. We're going into Deep. deepfakes. Uh, so the reason we're doing this, obviously, is because of the the quote-unquote deep fake that Melba did on Holden to make it look like he was he was claiming the ring for the, the belt and blew up the ship. Question. Question. Yeah. When did this book come out? Was the term deep fake like used Ooh. at that time? How old is this book? I think, so deep fake, I'll talk about this later, was popularized by, uh, uh, well, porn. <laughs> um, let me see. When did this book come out? This uh, came out in 2013. Yeah, so this was before that that wow, notion kind of got on before deepfake, huh? Well, I mean, we had yeah, not actually. I know, I know, yeah, I know, yeah, I know but, but like the the term deepfake. So yeah, it, it is before that. I think it was it was kind of coined. Um, so Google it's it. it comes. It's a combo of deep learning and and the word fake, obviously. Uh, <laughs> so essentially, deepfakes is just kind of another form of of Photoshop, but more intense and done by uh, machine learning. So basically. Um, if you're not familiar, what it is, is essentially putting, basically putting your face on another person's, on a, on a separate video or something, or, so like, if you wanted to make it look like, let's say Donald Trump was saying something, you could have some other, preferably white dude or similar dude, stature dude, say something or just do stuff at a podium, and then you could overlay Donald Trump essentially saying that or saying whatever you want if you had enough video for the uh the deep learning program to pull from and uh and use an audio to use you can basically make them say whatever you want which is uh i guess exactly what uh tilly did or not tilly what uh melba did um so we we have apparently been working on this since the 90s ish on on I guess this learning tech to be able to do this. Um, it has recently gotten uh, pretty freaking good uh, as far as being almost indistinguishable, um, depending on what it is, and being kind of ava- even like bad programs being available to the public where you can basically make it look like um, anybody is doing anything, uh, which is where deepfakes kind of got popularized and on, on Reddit um, and they're pornography deepfakes where they made it look like celebrities were in porn which is it's I guess porn just kind of I don't know brings everything to the forefront everything everybody knows about the VHS thing about how pornography basically won the VHS versus Betamax war and uh, and that and uh, so so yeah now we we have brought this technology was kind of uh, popularized by uh by pornography, but uh, kind of troubling because 
Extremely It's troubling. a little messed up to do that without somebody's consent. Um, and it's, yeah, it's a little disturbing. And then other, other implications are if you did this to, like, I already gave the example of political person or a leader saying something um, that they didn't say or to, like, trick people or or bash the leader or anybody. You could blackmail anybody by basically mimicking their their voice or, or likeness. Then that would be not fun. Um, right. Which I'm thinking about this now. We're putting a lot of our voice data out there. This is concerning. One day be defect. There's, we've said concerning. a lot of words in the podcast we've done so far. You could make a. You could probably, probably make us say almost anything. Audio defect of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have how many hours? So this is. What do we have? Like thousands of hours. <laughs> Uncountable <laughs> hours of our audio that you could use to deepfake anything. But at least don't we don't really that. show our faces, so um, it'd be harder. What do you mean? Don't really? We definitely don't. Unless uh, that one. Unless. Th- <laughs> unless. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> I've been recording this whole time. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, concerning. Um, like I, we we've talked about this in the past, but it's fun. Okay, it's not fun. I, I can picture. I, love it. I can picture a future where deepfakes get so good and they become so prevalent that when everything's fake. You can't really trust watching a video anymore. Nothing you is. Don't, you can't yeah. really trust that it's real. Right. Um, and I, I can see that, and that is a scary future. So it's it's literally like the it's like a mutually assured destruction situation, right? Yes. Where like everyone's got to agree to not use Nukes. them because if we do all start using them, then we're all fucked. So yep, yep. Uh, if everybody is fake, then no one is. Yeah, or opposite. But uh, yeah, another fun thing uh, based on this Dutch study. Apparently, ninety-six percent of uh, of deepfakes online are uh, pornography related. That which checks out. what's the what's the rule? Fix out. There's something like it, porn always does it first, or something. I I can't remember exactly. It's, uh, what it's just it. how it is. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but apparently, social media or tech giants are are working on. Of course, they are. Uh, you, of course, they're working on it. We're no, working. No, on they it. have. Great. They're doing anti. <laughs> Like fake, uh, oh, they are stuff oh, wow. of like uh, so the website will be able to like tell like hey this has been deep faked. Um, I wonder. I wonder if DARPA isn't funding that. I'd be surprised if DARPA is not funding that work. Uh, so yeah, I'm not sure, but so that's nice. Um, and yeah, so it's uh, it's it's good stuff. But basically, how it works is uh, is an encoder. Um, reduces the the image to uh, to a lower dimensional late late space, which basically means it like strips strips all the what you would say is like the facial detail to like a bare face, and then reencodes the reconstructs the image from the the hopefully plethora of data you have from the other person speaking, and kind of overlays it onto the face. Um, and there's that's like a very simple explanation of what's going on, but uh, it's it's kind of cool, um, and it works. It can work almost stupidly well. Um, maybe don't 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 Google. I don't know what you'd want to Google to define this without accidentally finding um, 
I typed in deepfake in Google and it was fine. There's no okay, more. okay, then uh, uh, then do that, maybe. But it's it's kind of cool. There's lots of articles. There's lots of articles there because this is this is I think this is high profile enough to where it, there's not because yeah, 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 there was yeah. the Trump one, there was the Obama one that I remember going around a yep. few years ago. I, yeah. This I, this went around and it's it rose it, it rose up to a point where like mainstream. You know, there's yeah. there's like articles about it that aren't you know there's there's legit stuff. I think if there. you were to type that in in 2017, it would. It would be it would mostly be probably vastly different. Yeah, probably um, very different. Yeah, but yeah, pretty cool. Um, but also scary. So yeah, absolutely. Um, and then wait, while we have left is to choose the uh, the the employee of the month. Uh, who's the MVP of this episode? Well, it's got to be Bull, right? Mm. Yes. The only other person I could say would be Holden. Could be Holden, but Holden's got one chapter, and Bull has three chapters where he's like a badass. Yeah, this true. It in you every know, single one. When you're right, you're right. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it to Bull. Got to write this down somewhere. Bull. I just don't see how. I again, I can see it him getting it later, but also I don't see how it doesn't go to him. This deep fake Bull. What? He at every turn, and also the problem is they he's working against a moron. So like everything he does seems like it's really good because the other guy is making the wrong choice every single time. So that also helps him. That is that is true. Yeah, it certainly yeah. isn't Melba. No, uh, it certainly isn't. Anna didn't really do much. She's fine, but she's um, not. Yeah, doing. She's not employee of the month, but she's like she's, she's like leaving her family for the she's, ring. That's probably not that's the fine. most commendable thing. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, well, that was easy. Well. Sick. That is the end of this episode. Any any parting wisdom for everyone, um, Dak? You want to say where they can ask us questions? <laughs> Did you check the... Did I check what? Oh. Did we get no, emails? Probably not. Probably too many to count, so... Probably, yeah, probably thousands. you want to add your email to the list... Where can they send it? Oh, I forgot. I don't have access to that email account right now. Damn it. Uh, what? I don't either. Well, when I reset my... No, 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 no. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Let me, let me I'm worried. I'm what worried. was the email? Wait, what was it called? Oh, wait. It's in the... Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, We need to leave. Yep. You can support the show at the guys who did this on Patreon. And if you have a correction, comment, or question, I swear... If you do have a question and you've emailed us, we will look at it because that, that inbox I is swear. slow. So uh, as long as it's not insulting, we'll even, hey, you know, we, we got to do. But you can email hey. us at the guys who did this at gmail.com. Cool. Good, good stuff. I'm trying to log in now as we speak. Hacker man. Yeah. So uh, hopefully you're getting in or uh, or not. I don't remember the password. All right. Well, we'll call we it then. We can't get in. Cool. Uh, the music for this episode was Racing Light oh, by Kilobyte from Night Mode Records. Thank you, Night Mode Records. You're welcome. All right. That one's going to do it. We hope, I, once again, hope everyone had a good holiday. Hope everyone stayed safe. Uh, and I hope all of your New Year's resolutions come true well they're not wishes i guess i hope you work 
on all your New Year's resolutions and you achieve them all. Same. Dak doesn't. Dak hopes you fail. I know you'll fail. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good. See ya. Peace.